to Hamilton, where a teen has been arrested. Maybe you've seen this story uh, throughout the day today. After allegedly stealing, how about this, $46 million in cryptocurrency from one person. Detective Constable Kenneth Kirkpatrick is with the Cyber Crime Unit with Hamilton Police and joins us now for more on this story here on Global News Radio. Detective Constable, good afternoon. Appreciate your time. Hi, Jeff. Thanks for having me. All right. First of all, uh, how did this uh, come to uh, Hamilton Police? Uh, how did this come to your uh, attention? Well, it, it started whenever the FBI and the uh, Secret Service had received a report that uh, someone had uh, stolen $46 million from a, uh, an American citizen. Uh, whenever that was traced back to Hamilton, um, that's whenever they came knocking on our door to assist in the investigation. Uh, what led uh, them to our door was, in fact, um, a purchase of a username uh, for a gaming community, and that essentially allowed us to uncover who, uh, who was in possession of those stolen funds at the time. All right. How tough is it to uh, trace something like this uh, online? Because and we've talked about this as recently as uh, back on Monday in our show about uh, cryptocurrency and the uh, security risks and people who have lost money, whether or not you can actually uh, discover or find the uh, alleged perpetrator or perpetrators. Just uh, how tough or how easy is it uh, to trace this activity online? Um, it's actually, it can be easy or it can be very difficult depending on the techniques that are used to kind of obfuscate uh, people's uh, transactions. Um, in this particular case, um, we, we really, uh, you know, it was, it was a lot of teamwork that occurred and a lot of uh, work with regards to just assessing the blockchain and following transaction to transaction and trying to uh, uncover where all this, uh, all this money went. Yeah, are you, is Hamilton Police, are you seeing more and more of this? Uh, give us your experience as part of the cyber crime unit, if you could. Is cryptocurrency, uh, we know its popularity is on the rise, but is cryptocurrency fraud? Is it also equally on the rise? Absolutely. Um, it, it's, it really comes down to, it's a new venue for people to, uh, to be exploring, right? And uh, things like, you know, all of your security measures that you take with regards to your social media, to your email accounts, to your financial accounts, also apply to cryptocurrency. Uh, things like making sure that you have unique passwords for different accounts, so important. If one password were to be breached, um, that could open up all of your accounts, but having a unique password would prevent that from happening. Further, there's also uh, multi-factor um, authentication that can be used. Uh, and that, that itself can definitely thwart any attempts um, assist in thwarting any attempts at gaining access. And that would be something like a, um, an application that uh, gives you a code or even a device that's separate from your cell phone that will assist in uh, verifying your identity. This is uh, such a new area, new territory for so many people. Is that what is particularly inviting to fraudsters and uh, thieves when it comes to uh, cryptocurrency, uh, that uh, people maybe just don't have the familiarity that they might have with you know, other sort of financial transactions? Yeah, and, and that's, that's very true. And that's another kind of reason why the cybercrime unit at the Hamilton Police Service exists. It's to help educate our society in, in really um, operating in this virtual world. And again, that's why we're, we're here to do investigations. We're here to assist 
um, our fellow officers and units within the Hamilton Police Service, but then also have that educational component so that we can help make people a little bit hardened so that they're not um, as easy of a target as they would be otherwise. $46 million, as I mentioned uh, off the top, it's an eye-popping uh, amount of money. I mean, that's a huge theft. That would be a huge bank robbery if it uh, were to happen, say, I don't know, in the 70s or uh, 80s. Is a, a cryptocurrency theft, an alleged theft of $46 million, is it seen the same way in the eyes of the police uh, in the law? Um, if, uh, if I were speaking like from my perspective, I would definitely look at it the same way. Um, it's an asset. The cryptocurrency is an asset that has a value, and uh, we've assigned that value to it. Um, and I mean, we're doing it every time we mention it. It's that $46 million worth of Canadian funds that are attached to that asset, which is cryptocurrency. Um, so I would definitely uh, treat it the same way. Okay. Can you share with us what sort of charges the accused is facing, looking at, and uh, what sort of uh, possible uh, punishment uh, might come with this? Um, I can speak to the charges, uh, which would be theft over 5000 which is from the criminal code. Also, um, it would be possession of property or proceeds of property obtained by crime. So those are the two charges that uh, the accused would face. And just finally, uh, have you been able to track the $46 million online? Can you share that with us? And will it be uh, returned to its uh, rightful owner, do you know? Uh, what I can say is that uh, we have made some seizures in this, uh, in this case, um, and that uh, often, especially with the blockchain, which is that ledger where all those transactions are recorded, um, it's always being monitored. So we're always trying to make sure that we follow that uh, that paper trail. All right. Got to leave it there for now. Detective Constable Kenneth Kirkpatrick with the Cybercrime Unit with Hamilton Police. Appreciate you joining us and uh, appreciate the update. Thanks so much. Thank you. You bet. We'll get a break and we're back here on Global News Radio. Stay with us. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.